Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Bob Franklin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. Good morning, Ed. Uh, morning, Tony. Morning. And good morning, Bob <laughs> Franklin. Give him a round. Thanks for coming in, Bob. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Ed. Mm. I'd uh, say it's a pleasure to be here. But uh, I despise commercial radio. That's what I've. <laughs> that's what I've heard. I remember on Mark Malloy, uh, we would invite you in, and you just said, "I don't like going on radio. Got no real interest in it." We had to pre-record them all, and I think after we pre-recorded, there was like about thirty seconds left we could use if you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to stop us today, because we're introducing a brand new segment coming up later on the program. It's called Startle Bob Franklin. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Well. Good luck. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to give it a bell. We're going to get the listeners on board, yeah. and we're going to get them to startle you. Okay. You might think it's too early to be startled. I'm starting to think that. Yes. <laughs> You're going to be proved wrong right. on this very program. Yeah. Now, Bob, uh, you in some kind of uh, you, you've told me over the years that you were in. I think you described them as the premier amateur football league in Australia. Is that right? Did I say that? Yeah, you've <laughs> tried to convince me of that on a number of occasions. Is this about the shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Not the shorts you're wearing now, but no. You've Come on, what, who's this team you're in? Yeah, I, I play for Middle Park. In, uh, the, in Melbourne? In Melbourne. Yes. yes. In uh, the Victorian Amateur Federation. Yes, that's it. I said that as if there was a bit more and there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And how are they doing? Uh, doing all right, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I haven't seen the results uh, this week, but so I think we're, we're up there somewhere. <laughs> what position do you play, Bob? Uh, fullback at the moment. Mm-hmm. Occasionally drifting into midfield. Ooh. Having a little play around there. All right. Come up for corners? I might do. <laughs> now, Bob, you're not just one of the nation's premier amateur footballers. You're also a fine actor who we've seen in many uh, films and television programmes. And uh, I have to say... I like how this is going. <laughs> your work in Stingers stands out to me. Ah, yeah. As a bit of a shonky drug dealer. Yes. And Weren't the, we all? It's <laughs> like everyone who was on Stingers was a, a shonky drug dealer. The episode I remember, and, and Ed, would you be old enough to remember a show called Hawaii Five-0? Uh, no. It was on way back in the 60s. Here's what would happen. It was a one-hour program. Oh. You'd get to the 56-and-a-half-minute point, <laughs> and you go... It's got to be a two-parter. <laughs> There's no way they're going to wrap this up in two and a half minutes. And then Jack Lord, Steve McGarrett, the main detective, he just floats some wild scenario. <laughs> what if they were going to leave on the th- six o'clock flight tonight? Uh-huh, yeah, what yeah. if they're going to be there at the airport? And then they cut to the airport and the bad guys would be loading a lot of, uh, uh, you know, things for making counterfeit money into suitcases. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, we're heading straight for Acapulco. <laughs> And then Steve McGarrett would just step out from behind some curtains and go, the only place you're going is the state penitentiary. <laughs> That's what happened in your episode of Stingers, Bob. You were a scary drug dealer, and suddenly just some blokes walked in and arrested <laughs> you. There was no chase, there was no fight, there was no fall from a high tower. I think the money ran out, and uh, that was it. They said, that's, uh, that's you finished, Bob. <laughs> Get yourself a coffee, we'll take you from here. <laughs> is that which of your uh, straight acting roles is the one you, you're proudest of, do you think? Uh, I've given that no thought. <laughs> Nothing? No thought at all. Nothing to offer? Nothing. You're going to be startled <laughs> by the end to of the program. <laughs> People seem to think there's nowhere this can go. Uh, there's nothing you can do with Bob Franklin on radio, they're saying. You're uh, mad to even get him in here. Uh, that's, yeah, the emails we've had, yeah. Certainly for the money I'm getting. <laughs> but we're going to prove you all wrong, because we're going to leave Bob Franklin startled today <laughs> on Get This. 
Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. It's Get This on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier, Hello. and the the guest who they said just would never do it and would never fit in, Bob Franklin. Yes, welcome back. <laughs> We're going to make you do something today, Bob, I'm sure we are. Do you drive a car? Yes, I do. You do? Then you'd be enjoying this, the national Say theme. Say we can't afford no gas. Say it, we can't. No That's the so new Australian to... National Anthem. How are you going with the petrol? Are you, uh, you know, are you judging whether you should drive down to the shops or just, uh, you know, does it change your life? Oh, I don't drive it. Right. <laughs> it's just out of the back. Just out of the back. <laughs> you just admire it of a morning? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's far more economical. <laughs> what about medical insurance? Do you have any of that? No, I don't. No. Right. What do you think about Medibank being sold? Do you think that's a good idea? You know, 71% of Australians think it's a bad idea, uh, but we're going ahead with it anyway. Think that's a good idea? That's oh, a terrific idea. <laughs> medical insurance. I have medical insurance. And it tries I'm just get... being controversial then. <laughs> Got no views on this at all. Well, we, we love a good bombshell on the program. Yeah. I discovered I've had medical insurance for about 15 years. And... uh you discovered... Well, I discovered that you can claim on glasses. And as a uh-huh. nerd, I should have been claiming for years. <laughs> and then I bought some new glasses. They're like about 400 bucks. That's I'm just encouraging people to have bad eyes. <laughs> it is. You've got to enjoy it. You're paying the premiums. And I've gone, well, I'll claim on them because it says in the book I can claim on them. So I call them up and they go, oh, yeah, we might send you 28 bucks. Not bad. And you can hang on if insurance, if, you, if your house burns down, they pay for a new house. Yeah. They go, oh, how's a couple <laughs> hundred sound? <laughs> that's that's Medibank. I'm going, well, okay, how about when you send me your $1,200 bill, <laughs> I'll just go, how does 125 bucks sound? I might just send you that much. Did they respond well to that, Tony? <laughs> it was just... <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> My call is being examined for quality control oh, yes. right now. <laughs> They're adding beeps to it. <laughs> You'd be very familiar with that tone, wouldn't you? I'm <laughs> very familiar with that. People are constantly hanging up on me. But Medibank, so that's going to be sold, but the premiums are not going to go up. The government are assuring us of that. Oh, that's good. It's a rock-solid core guarantee oh, yes. well, that the premiums will not, all I need. will not go up. We're getting this, what do you think about a, an ID card disguised as a Medicare card, Bob? Is that an idea you like? Oh, yes, the sooner everyone's got one of those, the better. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen these, Ed? Yeah, I saw it on the news last night. It's, it's a new kind of smart card. Oh, yes. But it's not an ID card, yeah. John Howard says. There's no way it's an ID card. And you know why it's not an ID card? I uh, don't know. Because it's not compulsory. What? It's not compulsory. An ID card would be compulsory. Who on earth is going to sign up for this? Well, the thing you have to remember is you can't claim on Medicare ah, unless you've got your smart card. There it is. Now, do you know anyone who doesn't have Medicare? I uh, no. Everyone claims on Medicare, don't they? Yeah. Do you claim on Medicare, Bear? Yeah. I, I did it for... Nicky? Yeah. That man out there on that bike? <laughs> yeah. claim on Medicare, sir? <laughs> yeah. What about... <laughs> so it's not compulsory, but it's something that everyone's going to have to have. Mm. What about people who've got no identity? Oh. <laughs> A sort of Omega Man style mm. figure mm. just wandering the streets. Yes. Howard's given that no thought. <laughs> Is that you, Bob? Are you, do you have any ID whatsoever? I mean, you've got a car, but you don't drive it. Does that mean you don't have a licence? Uh, yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> Did you need a licence to be in Stingers? <laughs> yes, you do. Is yeah, that why there was no uh, car that's chase? Hard to get. There was there no car chaser there, no fall from a high tower, nothing. That was a little disappointing, wasn't it? They just walked in and arrested you. Were you mm. killed, Bob, at the end? Were you, was your character killed or, no. or dragged off? I think part of me died. <laughs> <laughs> 
How about uh, the Big Brother? Can I ask you a quick question? But have you there ever been go. killed on a on a Australian yes serial? Yeah, uh, not in a or Australian thing. But oh no, I'll give it away. So uh, no. You were you were killed in after the oh, deluge. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Well, you yeah were, I was too, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, you were on a raft. Killed myself. It, it was very <laughs> moving. It was like the end of Titanic, basically, yeah. wasn't it? With you as couldn't, um couldn't take any more of the script. I'm not gonna contradict you, Bobby. Uh, but yeah, it was a very good Kate Winslet style death at yeah. the end of that. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you watch the big brother, Bob? Can you, uh, no, I don't. Yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> I think that's going to change. I think you're going to be watching from tonight. You know why? Because they're starting to electrocute people on Big Brother. <laughs> I know you think I'm joking. It's right. for serious. Have I mean, a listen to this. The housemates will be subjected to tasks including being given electric shocks. Is that a task? As they try to win the $1 million first prize. Yeah. A true or false game will see the housemates zapped with a 12-volt <laughs> electrical shock if they answer questions incorrectly. What are they going to get right? What on earth would these people get right? Um, are your breasts real? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Ah, you safe. Just safe. <laughs> safe there. No zap for you. <laughs> but listen to this. The, the president of the Australian Medical Association, <laughs> uh, Queensland Division, Dr. Steve Hamilton, said the punishment was unnecessarily dangerous. Uh -huh. Electricity is something we don't know that much about, <laughs> so why take a risk, he said. It's we've new worked, technology. We've sussed out electricity by now, haven't we? Apparently not in Queensland. What's going on there? What? Fire. It's a bit mysterious. It's a bit orange. We're not sure what it is at this point. All right. Do you have an idea for a reality show? You get all the people humiliated on, uh, on these reality shows and they get to kick the shite out of network executives. There you go. What would you call that? Kick uh, the shite out of network fair executives? Play. Yeah. Fair play. Fair <laughs> play. I'd like to see a few people on Big Brother electrocuted. Oh, what frustrates me. Oh, country people, I can't stand them. That's a popular sound, isn't it? Nice. Catch we'll on, be, that is. We'll be back with more in a moment. Oh, and get this. That's right, we're going to drop that bit, Ed. We're going to get this. It's just an infection that's locally contained, treatable with antibiotics. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Let's get this on Triple M. It's almost time for radio's wow. biggest news segment, Startle Bob Franklin. But next up, we've got a treat for Jack Johnson fans. <laughs> Triple M. That'd be James Blunt. The Blunt Man. Wise men. Yeah, at Triple M. We have a very wise man indeed with us today, <laughs> Bob Franklin. How you going, Bob? Welcome back. <laughs> Fed up yet? <laughs> Fed up before I got in here. <laughs> Ready to storm out? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> You've got something to plug, though, haven't you? Aren't you doing something at the Melbourne Comedy Festival? No. About that cooking show. <laughs> oh, you know, yes, yeah. yes, that. Forgot about that, did you? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, the Hi-Fi Bar. Last, oh. uh, last week of the festival. All right. How does that go? Does things ever go wrong in that show, or is it just pretty much running into clockwork these days? No, it starts badly and uh, goes downhill <laughs> from there. Book your tickets now. Yeah, best plug ever. <laughs> hey, uh, we were mentioning Big Brother, and of course there's a lot of mm -hmm. talk and controversy in the news about the fake breasts. Um, but Channel 10 have addressed their responsibilities, <laughs> and it's now... Uh, this is what I heard last night on Channel 10 News. Teenage girls have been warned not to have breast implants. Doctors are asking them to wait until they're fully grown. But this 
was the very next story on the same Channel 10 News. American chain Hooters has opened in the middle of Shanghai <laughs> and it's proving a big hit. As in the US, the well-endowed waitresses all wear orange hot pants. Phew! Obviously someone called up during the, the first story. Just what are we putting this to here? That sounds anti-tit to me, mate. You get something about Hooters on next story up or you're all set. I reckon mo the news mostly, commercial news mostly these days, is just a shop opened up in China. Like the, every day there's like, a, there's a mall in China. Oh, look, yeah. someone bought something. <laughs> That's right. McDonald's nothing else to say about that. <laughs> and don't like it. That's cynical, though. There are a lot of other breast stories as well. Good. There you go. <laughs> What are we talking about now? You know, uh, Bob, what sort of music are you into? I remember you playing uh, a bit of heavy metal in your trailer on the various projects I've worked on. Is that right? Your memory's very sketchy, though, isn't it? <laughs> so, what uh, are you, what's on your, I'm not going to say iPod. That'll just attract swearing from you. <laughs> what's on the steer, what's on the gramophone at your place? The A-track. Yes, um, Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. There you go. Uh, what yes. about been recently? All right. Mm. What about Judas Priest? Do you get into them? British Steel? Uh, too light. <laughs> Too light for you. I saw a... Uh, Too upbeat. The priest. <laughs> Too upbeat. Plenty of leather, though. I saw the classic albums version oh, of yeah. uh, The Making of British Steel. Ludicrous. <laughs> Just like, they've obviously never seen Spinal Tap. <laughs> they obviously think they're forging in new directions. <laughs> what about the work of Jack Johnson? Do you like his work, Bob? Uh, not familiar with Jack. <laughs> He's the surfing troubadour. Mm -hmm. It's much lighter than your Sabbath, oh, yeah. bloody Sabbath. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, I find just every cafe that you go into has a bit of Jack Johnson playing. He's feel good, you know. People like him. Oh, yeah, they love it. All right, so let's... Um, I don't think people want to hear about things going well for people. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, uh, let's find out what's going on, shall we, in the life of Jack Johnson. Hi guys. Jack, thanks for coming in. Mm, That's yeah, nice okay. to see you. We've got uh, this, what is this Australian film? Kokoda. Kokoda, right. Yeah. You need kind of a, like a theme song for the yeah, US yeah, market. Yeah. Something catchy. You know, yeah, something? I got something for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's like this. Hey, let me tell you about a trail they call Kokoda. There's so much mud you're gonna need a front end loader. I wanna stay in yet I don't wanna bayonet protruding from my leg, my head, or even my left shoulder. The boys of the 39s knee deep in that deathly holder. Took Lady Yokohama on and really showed her. That Jap brigade they're heading south, gonna invade and then make every Aussie family live in a big pagoda. That hot trail they call Kokoda Man, what I would do for a creamy soda so, Hang on, sorry to, yeah. to cut in there, Jack. I don't what? know if that's going to work. I really? Just don't feel it, you know? Really? Yeah. Issues of taste. Yeah. I don't okay. know. This is right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, there's the other one. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about that other one you were yeah. going to do first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's got, do that. That's working. Check this out. It's just you and me in the open road. No need to speak. Except when we stop for directions to Wolf Creek His name was Mickey, had a head on a stick I'm glad he didn't offer to demonstrate his spinal adjustment technique uh, Jack, sorry to yeah. cut in again, but what? didn't that sound exactly the same? As the first one to yeah. me, it sounded yeah. kind of the same to me Well, it's, it's a different song, but uh, okay, well, see what you think of this one. Oh, okay, yep, this is different 
Hey, let me tell you about a fellow called Capote. Wrote a number of seminal works, but you know he's kind of fruity. I'm sorry, to me this just sounds like the same song. Yeah, I don't know why you hate us, Jack. They're doing this to us, but we need to hear different music. Different songs. All right. This is what we're here for. Here we go. Hey, let me tell you about the world's fastest India. No. The March of the Penguins. Uh, no. The Squid and the Whale. No. Fun with Dick and Jane. I'm gonna go with no. Those snakes on a plane. No. The Chronicles and Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. No. It's Beef of Vendetta. No. This next one's much better. Miette. One Night in Paris. Mishka. Don't be embarrassed. Mom. You'll see an asshole get by an heiress. That's gonna be a no. I'm really? feeling a no on that one. Oh, okay, look. Look, here's what I'll do. This is in a totally new direction for me. Right. I like this. Okay. Hey, let me tell you about a field of corpses burning. When it comes to etiquette, atomic mutants ain't discerning. The hills have eyes. A word to the wise. A pickaxe to the sternum is unlikely to concern him. So don't be surprised if you're thoroughly traumatized and beaten. It's just a prelude to the festival of flesh eating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm feeling something. This, this is more is, uh, like what we're after. The hills have eyes. Everyone dies. He's under your car with a nasty surprise. I think the kids are going to love this. I think the kids are going to buy it. Come those atomic mutants. Thank you very much. The end. Six months in a leaky boat. This is the leaky boat. Let's get this on Triple M. And before uh, the ends, we heard Jack Johnson, his latest single, and the guitar on that track was played Mm. by the great, legendary Australian guitarist Bill Miller. So give him a round. Welcome, Bob Franklin is our co-host today. Everyone warned us against it. Welcome back. They say he doesn't like doing radio. He barely speaks. I remember, Bob, we recorded a segment with you that went 10 minutes long on Martin Malloy. <laughs> and when I cut all the pauses out, it went two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Again, you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're probably thinking, what have they got? What are they going to throw at me on this show? Can we startle him? I'm, I'm you don't want to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> We've worked out a new segment. It's called Startle Bob Franklin. There's going to be no talk back mountain today. We're not going to do the climb. No. We're going to startle Bob Franklin. We're going to wake him up. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Everybody. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Come on. That's him over there. We actually got your own football team to come in and record those vocals. Bob, are you impressed? Not really. That's the second time I've heard those words set to that tune. <laughs> it is, of course, Winchester Cathedral. I think that might be an old uh, Chaz and Dave. I don't know. I'm really not up on the uh, Cockney tunes. Are you easily startled, Bob? When was the last time you actually felt yourself startled? No, it's never happened. <laughs> never happened. So you're setting the challenge today to the listener. Mm. Information. That's how we're going to do yeah. it. We want you to call up with information that you reckon will uh, knock Bob Franklin out of his torpor. Yeah. Jolt him. What have you got for us, Ed? Anything? Uh, no, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so your attempt to startle Bob Franklin is by having nothing. Yeah. How about that, Bob? All that right. Was, that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something for you. Elvis impersonators are banned. <laughs> it's coming. I know you're a big Elvis fan. 
Yes. You've yes. got a film script in development uh, concerning Elvis, but you're not going to talk about it, are you? Certainly not, no. <laughs> I remember you telling me the idea at the pub one night. It was insane. <laughs> It was an idea that nobody else would ever attempt. And then quite seriously... We weren't in the pub at all, were we? It's a fictional, uh, metaphorical <laughs> pub. We're actually on the set of a film, but I thought that would sound a bit sort of show businessy and a bit of a wank. <laughs> we were both having psychoanalysis. <laughs> I just thought, oh, yes, we're on the set of a film. Yeah. I'll make it down the pub. You tosses. And so we've gone, you that's know... That's good. That's good for Ed again. That's, uh, <laughs> but he's told me, he's gone, oh, look, he's told me the most insane idea involving Elvis. And then, quite seriously, Bob, you've gone, now, you've got to keep this to yourself because it's a very stealable idea. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's happened many times to me. Really? <laughs> well, what have those people stolen from you? Uh, Twelve monkeys. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> really? The Goonies? Didn't, didn't you pitch that one? <laughs> I rejected the Goonies and someone found it in made it anyway <laughs> but listen to this the elvis impersonators are about to be the industry's about to be cleaned up and i think that's maybe a good idea yep. because the standards are pretty low for it it's basically just a fat bloke with sideburns my problem is always that they look like elvis but they don't feel it like elvis felt every note of every mm. word of every song and they're always just kind of they think if they've got the right hair it's enough i would love to win an elvis impersonating contest by looking nothing like him right but just you know feeling every note channeling the spirit yeah. of elvis good point well going to so play havoc with uh, the identity card scheme <laughs> isn't it <laughs> well there'll have to be a, celeb a separate uh, id card for elvis impersonators yeah, yeah. and this is going to happen because what happens is some new york businessman now owns the rights to elvis's name and likeness oh, good. and he's banning unauthorized elvis clones mm. because so that you have to basically uh, apply mm. to him right. join the elvis uh, guild <laughs> in order to do it. But this is the part of the story that interested me. Elvis impersonator uh, Matt Lewis said he would find a way to continue performing. That's right. I have this image of old ladies going to underground shows and giving passwords at the door. There would be underground Elvis speakeasies. Mm. Isn't that it? Like Fight Club. I, yeah. knew, I knew Matty Lewis wouldn't pack it in. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not, you're not startled by that information? Uh, maybe a little... Uh a little bit surprised. Right, okay. What about the? You know, we know petrol. I mean, nothing really. I mean, look, petrol. What? A dollar forty-five? <laughs> that doesn't startle you. But bananas, almost unaffordable. <laughs> bananas through the roof, Bob, because of cyclones. Mm. Well, you know, they didn't write. Uh, we have no bananas <laughs> right. without knowing something was coming. So it was a prophecy. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> right. Okay. It's bad news for people developing the banana-powered car. Is it what? <laughs> Lovely bad news. Can we have... Come on, Tony. Look at me. I'm, I'm strangling my cord here. I want to have what? a chat. I want to the callers? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Dying we're, we're doing nothing here to startle Bob. Yeah. So we need, to, you, we need you to call up people. You must be sitting on a fact or some information, some, something you know uh, that could startle him. Here's the number to call. Let's startle Bob Franklin. Let's startle Bob Franklin. All right, stole Bob Franklin. One triple three five three. Get this. It's a very rare moth. Yes, I know, but uh, I will take an interest in that moth. For census one two three four on Triple M. Bob Franklin is still waiting to be startled. He looks relaxed, if anything. Have a crack at him. The number to call to get this at Triple M is one triple three five three. That's the Chili Peppers. Yeah. Danny California, get this on Triple M. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What we're doing today 
Talkback Mountains uh, up on blocks for for a couple of days while we attempt to startle Bob Franklin. Um, Bob, really, honestly, think back. You must have been startled at some point in your life. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're going to change all that right now as we meet Roz. Roz, how are you? Hey, Roz. Good, thanks, Tony. Hi, Bob. Hello, Roz. Say hello, hello to Ed. Hi, Ed. Hey, Roz, what's going on? Are you, put, are you putting that voice on, Roz? Sorry? Are you putting that voice on? No, no, that's me. All right, carry on. <laughs> okay, now. Thank you Where are you calling us from? Um, I'm actually on the road. I'm going to visit my dad in hospital. Watch out behind you. Oh, sorry. Be careful on the road. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, you're on hands-free. Uh, What's wrong with your dad, Roz? He had a knee operation. Does uh. that startle you? <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> He's slightly moved. I had, him da- I had him down for a broken wrist. <laughs> but that's not your amazing on, piece on, of information. Let's Where'd hear it, go? Roz. Well, I was quite startled to learn, Bob, that J.D. Fortune, the new lead singer of e- In Excess, Used to be an Elvis impersonator. Oh, so he's taken a step down. <laughs> <laughs> so he's become a Michael Hutchins impersonator. <laughs> Where will it end? Well, I think he is impersonating Michael Hutchins a little bit. <laughs> There's no denying it, is like there? Yeah. Go. That's, that's good work, Ros, and nicely linked in with Are an you earlier startled? story. <laughs> Look, I'm not startled, but <gasps> um, I'm pleasantly, pleasantly warm, <laughs> warmed by that. Thanks, Ros. No thank, you, thank you, Roz. Say hello to your dad for us. Oh, yeah. I sure will. Yes, all the best, Dad. <laughs> okay, we'll go better than that. Let's bring out the big guns. Let's meet Troy. Hey, Troy. Troy, are you there? Hey, oh. how you going, hey, Tony? Troy. Ed? Hey, what's going on? You got something to startle Bob with? Bob, how's this for you, mate? <laughs> go ahead, Troy. All right. The smell of donuts uh-huh. increases blood flow to the penis. <laughs> yes, well, I worked in a bakery for some years, and... Uh, had a constant erection. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why policemen are always horny, do you think? <laughs> I believe so. They love a donut. Oh, there it is. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on there. Is that, so where did you learn that piece of information, or is that just through trial and error? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I got that out of um, the issue before the Nicky Webster issue of Zoo. <laughs> Gee, are you collecting them all? If you yeah. got the, sounds like you've got them in binders. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're actually, no, they were sitting at work. Oh, yeah. Right, and when you discovered this information about the donuts, I mean, did you pop straight down to Brumbies? <laughs> oh, for sure. Got myself a dozen. <laughs> and has it revivified your marriage? Well, let me tell you this, Viagra is a waste of time. There you right. go. You heard it first. <laughs> Thanks, how's, uh, how's Zoo going, Troy? Is, that, uh, is it uh, building? Building yeah, momentum? Not, not too bad, mate, not too bad. Yeah, well, Thanks, Troy. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Troy. <laughs> Enjoy your donuts. <laughs> I'm picturing a honeymoon sweet. Yeah, no, it's enough of that. Dusted with powdered okay. sugar. That's all I need. Thanks so much. All right. Let's meet Kirk. Kirk, are you with us? Hey, you going, Tone? Hey, Kirk. Not bad. That's the way, mate. Good to hear you back on the radio. Thanks, Kirk. Where are you calling from? Um, Blacktown, mate. Oh, That's from sweet. Blacktown. And, and are people easily sla- startled in Blacktown? Oh, when I throw this at them, they are. All right, let's hear it. Uh, a jumbo jet, whether it's a Boeing or an Airbus or what have you, mm. they use um, 18,178 litres just to take off. Oh. So it costs about a billion dollars to launch a plane into the air these days. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much, mate. I'd hate to be paying a fuel bill. Bob? 
Yeah, I flew a Boeing for um, a couple of years back there, Kirk, and um, yeah, it's, uh, it is a lot of fuel, but uh, you know, you're moving a lot of people around. What um, was your announcement to the passengers like, Bob? Were you good at that? Uh, strap yourselves in and uh, take, it, take it as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been reassuring. Uh, you know, the, just while we're on petrol matters, listen to this. This will startle you, Bob. Black holes the monstrous matter-sucking drains in space, you know them, are the most fuel-efficient engines in the universe. According to researchers, if a car could use a black hole for an engine, it could theoretically go about 356 million kilometres on one litre, said someone called Steve Allen at the Stanford University in California. So if you could, <gasps> if you could harness a black hole into the back of your, you know, mm. vehicle... Mm. Bang, you're away. Obviously, all matter in the, you know, nearby areas would be sucked in and destroyed. That's right. But you'd be saving a bit of coin. Absolutely. Mm. What happened to Kirk? Do we lose Kirk? Oh, I think we should... Th- yeah, you see, it's typical of the way this station treats its <laughs> listeners. You there, Kirk? Yeah, mate. Ah, yeah. good. Are you startled by that piece of information? Yeah, unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Thanks, Kirk. I think we've got... Are we going to Glenn next? Glenn? I think we've... Uh, Glenn, are you there? Hello, it's Glenn Robbins here. Oh. Oh, hello, Glenn. <laughs> now, I just want to say, I was listening to your wonderful show, and I've been listening to Bob, and I was with Bob Franklin the day he got startled. Oh, what happened? Bob, do you remember this? You should be working, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when we, when we were in Inbra, and we went on the tour of the underground um, city? Ah, Yes. And we were standing there, and, and it was where a lot of people perished, and they said in this room, and it's all underground, and, and uh, they said in this room, you know, something like, was it like 50 people had died or something? Is that right, Bob? Yeah, at least 50, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and, and apparently a ghost appears, you know, righty, righty, right, um, regularly, and it's a man dressed or whatever, and Bob and I, you know, transfixed, and at that point, uh, what happened? A man jumped out, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> a man jumped out and went boo or something or ah uh, or something. The startling thing was it turned out to be Pommy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can confirm, Glenn, that there it is. Bob was visibly startled. Oh man, we both we we shat ourselves <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> we really did. We did. I said to Bob because I turned to him because it was kind of corny, <laughs> and I said to Bob, "Did that scare the crap out of you?" And he went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, done it. Thank thanks you, for, Glenn. Thanks Thank for calling in, Glenn. Good Beautiful work. work. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Glenn. But that's a previous startling. We're trying to startle him here and now. Let's meet Michael. Are you there? Are you with us still, Michael? Uh, yes, I am. Have you G'day, got... Tony. Ed. Hey, mate. Michael. A, have a crack at him. Go on. Go on. Uh, now, Bob, do you remember that night after we met in the bakery in Hobart? Oh, uh, I'm having your baby. <laughs> Yes, I suspected as much. <laughs> uh, uh, Bob, you've been treating me so shabbily. You don't return my calls. You don't write. Is it any wonder? <laughs> he, he was slight, I can confirm, Michael, he was slightly jolted by your announcement. Well, I think, he shouldn't be. I, I feel so unloved. <laughs> I think you've done it. I think you've achieved well done, it. Well, well, done. well done. You know what we've done, everyone? What? We've started for Franklin. <laughs> Yes, startled Bob Franklin. Over. You've startled Bob Franklin. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who called. How are you feeling now, Bob? <laughs> well, um, will you come? I'm a little cheesy, to be honest. Do you think you'll come back and be startled again? 
I think you only you know, you'd recorded that uh, that end segment <laughs> and uh, you just forced it. You forced the issue. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Paul Kelly. Here, get this. That music tells us we've run over. So good. We invested so much time oh. in attempting to startle Bob that... Uh, done that all day. I think the next program is already started in most states. Oh, Thanks for coming in, Bob. Thank you for having me. And, I'm, and how, for startling me. The, the, the cooking show with Jamon, is, is it going to, you know, tour around or has it been everywhere by now? Oh, no, we won't be going anywhere after this. <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks for coming in, and uh, we certainly didn't get to a lot of the big issues today, and I'm, I'm being told I shouldn't even canvas them now, but we'll we'll save them for tomorrow. Yeah. There's so much to get through. I know. We'll be back, and, uh, you know, I think the key phrase today was, <laughs> the smell of donuts can increase <laughs> blood flow to the penis. Yeah. We will be back tomorrow with Tim Minchin. Come on. And it's all thanks to Census. One, two, three, four.